I love that. I replayed that. Penny, listen to this. Ava, fuck with. <laughs> she loved it. She's like, he hates you. Like, yeah, absolutely. Welcome to Officially Underqualified, where two mates discuss with their limited experience and zero qualifications the ins and outs of sport, life, business, and events transpiring in the world today. Hey there, guys. It's episode seven of Officially Underqualified, and I've got another intro under the bag without <laughs> Greg making me say welcome back like Richie Benno. <laughs> Welcome back. Yes, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's me, it's uh, Whitey again, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Gregory Cachel. Thank you very much. Are you well, mate? I'm well, mate. How are you? I'm going very well. It's uh, I'm, I'm always happy when I'm sitting in the booth with you. Oh, stop it. Although I think we have forgotten to turn the air conditioning on today, so it's well, going to be quite warm under the collar. It's about to get sticky. Yeah, you stink already. Um, <laughs> big week. Big week. Big week off the pitch and on the pitch. Lots of stuff to talk about. It's all happening. I think we should start with uh, the glaring omission from the panic room this week. Well, I think you'll find, ladies and gentlemen, that there is no Ronnie's Raiders in the comp, and therefore there's no Ronnie in the booth. And, and nor, nor will he be ever welcomed back after the performance of his team on the weekend, which that was destroyed, the deal. destroyed our multi. That was the deal. Ronnie, it was good while it lasted. In fact, no, it wasn't. It wasn't even that great. <laughs> We've moved on. You are but a memory and not a good one. Uh, until next year. Thank you, Ronald. <laughs> until until the Raiders get another run, uh, winning streak. And then, he, and then he's back. And then he'll be back. Yeah. He's Raider dependent. His invite is Raider dependent. Absolutely. Well, his mood relies heavily on the oh, absolutely. performance of the Raiders. Yeah. To be perfectly honest, I don't think he would have been very good to be around. I haven't talked to him since. Good idea. <laughs> Good idea. And trust me, there's been a substantial amount of overcharged estimates. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. The world is paying That's for that it. loss. That's it. Yeah. Get, uh, actually, I'd be get in touch with uh, trade estimates this week if you want to make extra profit on your jobs. Absolutely. Absolutely. You've just plugged him, even though he's not here. Well, you know, I'm a lover. I'm <laughs> You're a, not. You're no, full of hate. I actually aren't. <laughs> uh, look. Review? Should we review? Well, let's talk about the week uh, in right. the NRL. There's only two games to go over. Uh to be perfectly honest, two pretty average games, really. Yeah. Uh, disappointing, actually. Not average, disappointing. Yeah. The Raiders were never in it. And the Sharks, well, they just hit the wall. They just weren't good enough. Yeah. And I hate to say that you had mentioned that they had the softest draw the last 11 rounds. Sorry, what was that? Speak up. Uh, they said you did mention mm. that they had the softest yeah. draw. Very good. So I'm willing to give you that, and yep. it was proven correct. Uh, the the rabbits just ran rough shot over them. I think you'll find I also wanted to dip the eels, but he I got did. outvoted. He did, but there would have been no value in it. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I've got to look at the value. It well. would have been better than bank interest, man. Well, just just marginally. <laughs> Shout out to Tim Underwood, who's yeah. probably not listening to this. Shout out if he's not listening by now. Yeah, what's going to? Well, on. I, I should probably message him and say, get on it. Get on. It. Start from episode one. Yeah, you get it mentioned every week. Every week. <laughs> Every week. It's a good saying. It is a good saying. I've adopted it. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Look, the Eels 40-4 to four over the Raiders. The Raiders just weren't there. The Eels were. It's just that simple. It was, a, it was actually an interesting game. The first 10 minutes, it was a good tussle. And the Raiders looked like they were on top. And then Parramatta scored and it was game over. That was it. They just didn't show up mentally. No. Nah. The Eels showed up ready to play. And, and I said last week, the Eels are in one week and they're out the next. And they were out the week before. They got beaten the week before. And, uh, you know, I just knew the Eels were going to come out and just 
have a firecracker up their ass at training, mm. rip and tear, their, their energy was just on another level to the Raiders. The Raiders right. could have beat them if they'd have showed up, but the the desire to win was only in a blue and blue and gold shirt. It's it's hard to keep winning when yeah. when you are winning for survival every week. Yeah, I've played in a couple footy teams, obviously not in the NRL, but a couple footy teams that have had to win 10, 11 games in a row to get to the grand final. Yes, it's a tough slog, and it's not easy. No, uh, and you know. Ultimately, have lost both those grand. Well, I've lost one of those grand finals, mm-hmm. and Raiders won't get there. In saying that, Ricky does think that if they don't have their injuries, they finish in the top four. Or Ricky thinks that every year. Yeah, but I Ricky, don't. Ricky forgets even the players, even the teams in the top four have injuries too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's no, I, I actually don't think they do anyway. I don't think they've got the the roster. Yeah, it's not saying the Raiders don't have a good roster. It's but you just you got to take into account who they're playing. And the, there's a lot of other teams there with a better roster. So yep. that's just how it is. Sharks had, I saw a um, a table this week. I, I can't bring it up now, but the Sharks had the easiest run, I'll say it again, into the finals. They played only nine teams. Uh, sorry, they played only nine games this year against players, against teams that finished in the top eight. So in they the, played. In the whole, out of 26 rounds. Yep. So they only played nine games the against draw, the top eight. The draw is super flawed. Yeah, I'm not sure how every they, every year it, there's there's two or three teams that get a cruisy draw. Yeah, but it's different every year. Yeah, for sure. It's a it's a round robin thing. But the Broncos played uh, 13 games against, for example, obviously there was a team. There was one team that played 14 games against teams in the top eight, which was the highest. Then there was a bunch of 12, 13s, um, and then the Sharks were the lowest on nine. So the Sharks finished second. But they played the bottom half of the comp. Yeah, for sure. Who, every, who every, were, all of them twice. Who were average. Yeah. yeah. There was a big gap this year. Big gap. So obviously they walk out there and they play against the Rabbits, who played 12, 13 games against teams in the top eight, who were ready for finals footy. And, uh, yeah, they get touched up. Just that simple. Yeah. Yeah, we should have seen, well, I should have seen that one coming. I just don't like the Rabbits. It's hard for me to tip them. Yeah, I don't like the Rabbits, and I look forward to them getting absolutely yeah. fucking pumped this week by the Panthers. Yes. I will tune in, and I will get pour myself a beer, and I in, will in saying, enjoy in it. In saying that, the, I think the winner of the grand final comes out of the Panthers-Rabbits game, whoever wins that game. If Rabbits win, I'm going to tip them in the grand final. I don't think the Cowboys or the Eels I think the grand final. I think if it's Cowboys... So Cowboys-Eels... I think if Cowboys win that game and the Rabbitohs somehow beat the Panthers, I think the Cowboys maybe win the final. That's the only way the Cowboys win the final is if the Rabbits beat the Panthers. Yeah. If the in Panthers get that, to if the Panthers get to the big day, in saying that, put down the glass. In saying that, no one's beating the Panthers no. from here on in. That's it. They're pay, they've got to be paying a dollar one. They're a dollar thirty seven <laughs> in a semi final. In a semi final, and yeah. they're playing the probably the second best team on form. On form. And the the Rabbitohs have come from seventh as well. Yeah, yeah. So well, it's a that, big that, big energy. They had an average middle of the year mm. round uh, origin mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. Uh, Latrell mm-hmm. was obviously out. Mm-hmm. Had a couple of key players out, which really hurt them. Yep. They actually looked like they weren't going to make the eight. Yeah. Which was going to be amazing. Yeah. Looked like the Roosters and, here, here and we the are. Rabbits were not going to make the eight. It would have been a great year. Big year for But Sydney. the Broncos <laughs> shit themselves <laughs> and uh, they yeah. let the Rabbits and the Roosters in. So yep. it's not all bad. Well, look, as a Queenslander, um, I've officially moved on to Team Cowboy, as the entire state has. Cowboys versus the Eels this weekend, Friday night, 
Cowboys are favourites at $1.71, and the Eels are outside favourites. Now, I think that is mainly because it's up in North Queensland and it's going to be 31 degrees. Yeah. I think that's the only reason for that uh, tip. I think the Eels, probably on form, are coming in pretty well, although the cows are hot. I think the Eels win. I think the cows do. Yeah, I know you do. I know no, you no, do. no, but I genuinely do. I, I want them yeah. to win, sure, yeah. but I think they win. Townsville's going to turn it on. The Eels are not going to like the heat. The Eels are not going to like the the amount of abuse. Townsville Stadium, the crowd is very close to the sideline. Yeah. The Eels are not going to like it. They've got to go up there and they've got to play them in their house. And I don't think Todd Payton, with two weeks off, I think he's the sort of coach that he's got a plan for those two weeks. He's a good coach. And I think the, 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 two, the week off for the Cows are, are going to make them a better team. Mm. I think that the Eels coasted in the second half of that game against the Raiders, and I think that fucks them. Oh, but they earned the right to coast. Yeah, but you know how sometimes, like, you know, if they have too easy of a game beforehand, they're not sort of ready for the next one. And as I say, the Eels are in one week and they're out the next. Yeah, okay. So I reckon the Cows are coming Let's in put hot. it into a different perspective then. The Cowboys have been awful for a few seasons. Yep. They've not played semi-final football No for one tipped seasons. them to make the eight this year. No, I know that. No one did. But they've not played any semi-final football for ages. Yep. Probably since winning the comp. Yep. The Eels come in. They've been playing semi-final football for five or six seasons. Mm-hmm. This is the first time they've gotten to the preliminary final with this squad. Mm-hmm. They're they're semi-final hardened. They're yeah. That might have been a, that might have been the big step from them last week. I think you've also got to remember though you've got Chad Townsend up there of Sharks glory fame, mm. right? Of being there, done that before. Yep. And he is a general. He that's his player type. He is the number seven. He's the classic number seven that that bosses him around the park and he steps up as the leader. So if you've got a leader that's been to the big dance and done it, it makes that seem a lot easier. It's going to be a good game of footy. I think it's going to be a much better game of footy than the Panthers-Rabbits game. I think the Panthers... I'll enjoy the Panthers-Rabbits game. Yeah, well... If it goes the way I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think the Cowboys... And I've Eels never gone from Panthers before in my life, but yeah. it's going to happen. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? It's, it's a good... It's a two good couple games. I think that... Yeah. I think that Cowboys-Heels is a bit of a toss of the coin. I don't think, I don't think anyone wins by plenty. No, no, that's true. Yeah. That's true. I think that's, that's, that's going to be on the knife edge, I think. I think the Eels have got a better forward pack, but I think the Cows um, are just going to have more class across the park. Yeah, they've got some speed, the Cowboys. Yeah. They've got some speed. Yeah, absolutely. Look, we don't need to waste a lot of time on the Panthers-Rabbits game. Panthers, I think, win going away. I think that the run, oh, the yeah. Rabbits run is oh, yeah. over. Yeah. And from what we saw from Nathan Cleary in the game against Parramatta, <sighs> mate, no one can touch him. He's, MC, he's MC Hammer. Right, and it's out at a core stadium. It's going to be Panther City. Yeah. They've got their best 13, and they've had a week off. Yeah. No. I mean, it's going to be a bloodbath. No, well, we can only bloodbath. hope. Bloodbath. We can only hope. We can only hope. So, so are we tipping? Well, we're throwing a multi. Um, this is going to be difficult. So we're going well, Panthers. It's, it's not going to be difficult because you've been cut. <laughs> so I'm happy to I'm happy to be go boy. You can you can after last week I probably deserve to have a week off. I uh, look I swallow I you know I took a chill pill last week. I went right. I'm outvoted this week. I, I've got to go Cowboys Penrith multi. And my question to you, my only question to you, is do we do Panthers thirteen plus in a semi final? Just to just to up the 
Or do we pick a line? What's the line? Okay. The line's eight. The line's it's, it's eight, eight and a half. Okay, right. Well, we might as well go 13 plus. Well, we, pick, we can pick our own line. So yeah. we can say Panthers by six and probably get better odds. Right. You know what I mean? I'm happy. I'm happy to do whatever you want to do this week. All right. So if we go Penny Panthers and we pick our own line, we can go minus five point five. So win by six. Uh, we go from a dollar thirty seven to a dollar sixty four. Right. Now, do you want to up it to more than that? Do you reckon they'll win by more than that? Do you reckon they'll win by ten? Because if I go nine and a half head start, takes it to nearly two bucks. Yeah. Let's do it. I reckon they'll win by 10. Yeah. Done. All right, we're in for that. And we're just taking Cowboys straight out? Or are we... Cowboys straight up. Yeah. That could... that. Uh, I'm less confident there. Yeah. We'll do Cowboys straight up. we we'll go Panthers with the nine and a half head start. Yeah. We will power play <laughs> as I you love, like. You love this power play. Mate, I love a power play. I'm a power play kind of guy. Should we do a standard $15 bet? Yeah. Seeing as we wasted it last week yeah, and we got the dollar back the week before. I will say, though... I probably owe you $15. So. It's, no, you know what? I'll, I'll, I will say, I went to my neighbour Tom's house uh, this week. Tommy. A couple of beers. Shout Tom, out to Tommy. Mate, done a big reno. Yep. Looks great. Oh, yep. this was Friday night. He's put in, put in a pizza oven. Friday pizzas. Oh, lovely. Across the road. He's the neighbour you want. He's the neighbour you want. He's got two screens, one on Sky 1 and one on Sky 2. Wow. Mate, it's the, it's the bar of the century. Shout out to Tom. And, uh, Back in the forties, Renault. I might have, uh, I might have got on the, got on the uh, dish liquors and made our money back. So, wow. okay. the, the account's okay. <laughs> <laughs> the account's all right. I can cover you fifteen. Okay. You know right. what? We're throwing twenty on. Okay. I'm feeling. Well, we're feeling Big it. Big man. We're feeling it. Big man. We're feeling it. <laughs> all right. There we go. Cowboys head to head and Penny Panthers. We're going to give them a nine and a half head start. So that we're going to say they're going to win by ten or more. 20 on, possible return of 75 bucks. Wow. Okay. Yep. Nice. Well, that's well on the way to dinner. So far, the girls are going to sushi. Yeah. But that's it. All right. Well, that's NRL. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, look, I need to talk about something here. I don't talk about rugby very often on this show. Well, when you do, you're angry. I mean, I'm angry. I'm going to sit back. I'm going to turn my microphone so, off and you go for it. So for, for, for some ungodly reason, which could only be the fact that rugby decides to play their test matches when Rugby League and the AFL are playing their semifinals. We decide to play on a Thursday night, which which is okay. It was, you know, I, rec- I recorded another podcast last Thursday, mm. Born to Watch. Shout out. Have a listen. Every fucking week. It's in the top 30 on Spotify. If you want to know absolutely <laughs> everything about classic movies, everything. listen to Born to Watch. Everything. Everything. Right. You're, if a you're, if, you're a pest. Thank you. Uh, look, so the Wallabies... Played the All Blacks and mm-hmm. quite, to put it quite honestly, they were pretty average. And again, the referee decides that they we're going to use cards to, to rule the game and to, for him to put his mark on the game. The Aussies then actually started to play quite well and, with, and should have won the match. Mm-hmm. And then with 30 seconds to go, they get a time-wasting free kick called against them or a scrum called for wasting mm. time, which blows my mind that a referee would decide to make that call with 30 seconds left in a Bledisloe Cup match, which has never been seen before by anyone in the rugby fraternity. Never been seen. Never been seen. 
He was wasting time. No, he was. But if you if you go and you listen to the conversation, oh, I have. Yeah. yeah. So he was wasting time. He was told to kick it. He was yeah. then told to kick it again. He then started to kick it, and then the guy blew the whistle. Now the problem I have with it is that what the fuck are the Wallabies forward pack doing in a huddle mm-hmm. behind him? Wasting time. Why aren't we just kicking it out and trusting that we're going to win the line out? Then I have um, I'm going to take umbrage, and I'm going to use this word umbrage, Ooh. right, Professor? Yes, that's Harry it. Potter reference. I'm taking umbrage, <laughs> taking umbrage with the fact that he decides to make that call then when for the previous 80 minutes they are wasting one to two minutes on every fucking scrum mm-hmm. making sure they pack. Yep. We're wasting a minute on lineouts, making sure that they're, they're spaced, making sure that the teams aren't too close together. So we get to the last 30 seconds of the match and he wants to penalise a team that's won possession and won a penalty for wasting time. Yes. When all the referee does is waste time the whole game. Now, the difference being is that the referee blows the whistle to tell time off for him to waste time. So, really, the only time that the referee is wasting is our fucking time. Because the game, instead of going for 80 minutes, goes for an hour and 10 minutes because the fuckwit with the whistle has to instill his wrath on us and on the game. Stay out of it. Go back to the 1980s when we just used to say, pack in and just have a crack and win the scrum. It was much cleaner. It was much better. This protecting the players and making a scrum, repacking scrums five and six times is a joke. It wastes so much time. We don't get to see any footy. And in saying that, we don't want to see much more footy because rugby is a travesty at the moment. But give me a break, mate. Like, who gives you the right to make that call at that time? And then we go to Nigel Owens, who's probably undoubtedly the greatest referee to ever referee uh, to rugby. Yeah, champion. And of course he's going to have the back of the referee. Well, yeah, he's a ref. They, they, exactly. So why go to him? The all-black captain said he had never seen this before in his life, mm. right? The Australian captain had never seen it before in his life. The all-black coach is a fuckwit, Right? I see nothing with it. Be, be less humble, mate, right? You were busting for a win mm-hmm. and you would have won at all costs mm-hmm. and f- just come out and say, yeah, mate, I've never seen it. Mm-hmm. Don't sit there and gloat and go, well, we deserve that. Well, I'll tell you one thing that I found strange watching it back. The referee said, I'm going to blow time off because you're wasting time. Yeah. And he went, okay. And then you watch the, the Aussie guys, they all look at each other. And they start having a chat. Yeah. Now, in that time, the ref's gone, okay, time on. Yeah, after about five seconds. Right, blown time on again. Yeah. Now, the the boys, the Aussie boys, they don't know time's been blown back on. Yeah. So, I don't actually think they're wasting time at that point. Because last he heard, time was time off. Time off, yeah. The ref's gone, walked away, blown time, time back on. We yeah. can hear that in the mic. But you see them, the minute he blows the penalty, um, who, who had the ball for the kick? Bernard Foley. That's right. Foley looks at him and goes, mate, time's off. Yeah. First thing you said. You said time's off, yeah. which means he thinks that he can fucking relax. But not only that, the Aussie centre mm. that's behind the ref mm. is screaming at Foley to kick the ball out yeah. 10 seconds before. Yeah. He knows what's going on. He knows what's happening. Like, yeah. why are we doing this? Australia needs to take some responsibility they for that. Kick- it's, a shit, it's a shit ref call, yeah. but you've got to wear kick it. Kick the fucking ball out. Yep. Yep. I could see it happening going, yep. oh my God, kick the fucking ball out, yep. mate. So anyway... In saying that, it was actually not a bad game of rugby. They should never pick Darcy Swain again. The guy's a liability. He dove at that guy's knee. I don't know 
Howie, if he got suspended, I don't oh, care. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure he did, mm. but he should never play for Australia again. Every time he plays, he gets carded, and he looks at he looks at the ref like oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Don't pick him again. Move yeah. on. Give him give the give the position give the jersey to someone else. Yep. Uh, again, stop giving yellow cards, refs. Just let people play football. Yeah. Rugby, have a good hard look at yourself. Matt's out. That's it. I'm done. Now he's outraged, ladies and gentlemen. He's outraged. Right, moving on. What about uh, that's, that's becoming a segment. We've got just the tip. Matt's outraged. We've got a multi. And what what's Matt? What's upset? Matt's Matt? rant. <laughs> Matt's rant. It'd be like Peter Griffin on the. You know, what, yeah. What cries your gears? Oh yeah. my god, he said it. <laughs> you know what grinds my gears? Oh my god. <laughs> uh, okay, so we'll move, and this could in, this could incite more anger, but we, well, yeah. Let's let's talk you know, golf. It's a sport podcast, Matt. Get on. Let's talk golf. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you something about golf. The I'm appalled about what you're about to say here, but anyway, continue. You don't know what I'm going to say. It's going to be something lame. I have no doubt. All continue. Right. I I challenge that because I think you're going to agree with me. Go for it. Two things happened this weekend with golf: the PGA Tour, or the Who the Fuck Is Left Tour, ended with. What's Danny Willett. Danny Willett, thank Max, you. Max Homer. Da- Danny Max Willett Homer. of Who Gives a Shit. Um, Ex-Masters ex champion. Well, come on. Yeah, he played 18 good holes. Yeah, when? Yeah, everyone else fell around. When? Everyone fell when, down. When around. was that? It was about six years ago. Yeah, seven years right. Ago. Yeah. So, yeah. Danny Willett. Yeah. yeah. Danny Willett three-putted from three feet to lose a tournament. Yeah, look, I feel sorry for him. We've all hey, been there. Hey, we've been there. We've all been there. Hey, we've all been there. Yeah. The, the, and I'll be there again. You know what, though? <laughs> I might be there this week. He didn't four-putt. <laughs> four-putt's a bottle of red. Look at the positives. That is a gentleman. That is a fact. Four-putt is a bottle of red. You have a four-putt, bottle of red. Anyway, he three-putted from three feet to lose a tournament. And no one on the 18th green knew what to do with themselves. But, but hang on. The crowd went... Um, but hang on a minute. Okay. So he <laughs> fluffed... A, Max Homer, Homer fluffed a bunker shot. Yep. Into a swale. Yep. And then chipped in. Yep. And if it missed the hole, it was mm. going 40 feet past. Yeah. It went in the dead center of the hole. So what we're agreeing upon is it was a it was a race to see who could fuck it up the best. Yeah. And Danny Willett won. And in the same yeah. And in the same weekend, Cam Smith wins the Chicago Open. Our boy, the Aussie, he wins six million cold hard dollar dues. Um He's won something like fourteen million. In prize money this year, yeah, just in five tournaments or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on fire, um, but he's beating quality golf. Like you watch the golf and you're like, "Fuck, that's a good shot. That's a good shot. That that's an amazing shot." How has he put it there? And in the same way, the PGA just must be upset with themselves because, like the live golf, the Chicago Open was fantastic. Watching the the just the quality of golf. Forget what brand they're supporting. Just that quality of golf. Versus that quality of golf on that weekend was vast. It was the difference was vast, and I know that upset you, but it is. Doesn't just upset me. I, just, we discussed last we discussed yeah. last week that there is nobody left on the PGA Tour. Yeah, but that, that are of any real relevance. Yeah, right. And it just sucks for the PGA Tour that all the guys that have gone to live are really playing good. But but, but 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 no no no. But 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 hang on a minute. Let let's let's talk about that. Mm. There is. Zero pressure yeah. on the live golf. Yeah. It is a hit. Yeah. It is 
that, that they're probably the only money that they're losing mm. is the side bets they're having with Phil Mickelson, right? <laughs> Which would be vast. Yes, <laughs> and the way that that cunt's playing, they're winning those bets anyway. Oh yeah, right. So let's be honest here. It, it's apples and oranges again. You've yep. got guys that are pl- singing for their supper mm. and you've got guys that really are just out knocking it around. They can fight the flags. Mm. They, it doesn't matter if they win or lose. Mm. This is where I have a problem with this, that we're saying that how good the product is. Yeah, it's easy. It's an easy product. This is why pros go out in their practice rounds and they shoot 8, 10, 11 under. Because it doesn't matter. Sure. So what you've got now, what you've got now is you've got tournaments that don't matter, Mm -hmm. right? They're just there. They've already been paid their money. They don't give a shit if they win or not. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter. And if they don't win, they still get two hundred fifty thousand dollars. If they come last, Mm. right? So let's say that in that field of sixty, they finish in the top twelve, which most of these players are going to because they are the best players on the planet. Mm -hmm. They're making a million dollars. They don't care. Sure. There's no skin in the game here. Sure. It is not the same game. Sure. It's not fair. It really isn't. It's and not and fair. what's not fair, what's not fair is that the PGA is doomed. Oh, it's doomed. It's, it's gone. It's doomed. And gone. now and now it's gone. It's all over. And the fact that Phil Mickelson is spruiking about no one's going back ever. You guys have ruined it. We're going to destroy you. I couldn't hate a human being anymore. That's fine. Than Phil Mickelson at the moment. Hate. Right? I don't like him anyway. <laughs> but right now, just shut up, Phil. You've got your money. You've paid your debts off for now. You're going to need more Saudi oil baron money and terrorist jelly night <laughs> money in another year to pay off more debts. <sighs> just shut up, mate. Just be humble, right? I know it's not an American trait, but just be humble. Oh, dear. All right. Well, look, let me go in a different direction right, with this. Go. You sure? Yeah. Yep. Look, I think. Um, you're right. You're dead right. Um, we're always been in total agreement about there's no competition and who cares. Yeah. I think Cam Smith cares. I think he cares about winning the six. I don't care what you say. You want to win six more. Um, and with a lot of these guys, they're competitive people. Now, they've spent this big money to get these big names to get the tour off the ground. But there is other players other than those big names that have been paid their big money. And... What I think is they're trying to do is, and what I hope that they're trying to do, maybe it's just my blind hope, but over the course of natural attrition, that big money, those big signing bonuses, those players are going to retire and they're going to be replaced with people coming through. Now, those people coming through do not need the $250 bajillion signing bonus. You know, kids can leave college right now. They already are. Right. And exactly, right? There's, no, there's kid kids got signed. Kid got signed by Liv this week. And that's the, right, I think they've done what they had to do to get the shit off the ground because, as you say, the kid got signed this week. Now, he hasn't been signed for a bajillion, gazillion dollars. What, what was he signed for, though? I have no idea. But the point, it wasn't even in the news report. It's just this kid got signed out of college, right? That's my point. Yeah. Now, he comes over. He wants to win. Now, as the but Dustin d- Johnsons and the Cam Smiths of the world move on. But it doesn't matter, mate. Well, they still want to win. No, but it doesn't matter. Why? Because there's a difference between wanting to win yeah. and having to win. Yeah. Right? At the moment, he tees up, he finishes last, he gets 250000 He goes on the PGA Tour, he tees it up, he finishes last, he gets fuck all. Sure. Not a cent. It costs his parents money for him to play on the PGA Tour. Sure. Right? At the moment, this is what I don't get. This is what I hate about it, right? You think it's too much money? Uh, no, it's, it's not a... It, you think it's just too much money? 
Well, no, I don't think it's too much money. I think that they're they're spruiking about how good this product is, mm. and it's not mm-hmm. right. There is no pressure. There is no skin for anyone on in that field. And you're saying to me that people want to win. Yeah, they're competitive. Mm-hmm. They do. Mm-hmm. They want to win. Because I'm not convinced anyone goes into golf to make a living. I'm convinced people go into golf because they want to be the best. You don't go to college for four years to try and do golf professionally because you want to be a multimillionaire. That's great. You go into golf because you want to play golf for a living because you want to win shit because you have, you're a massively competitive person. That's why you didn't go and become an accountant or a lawyer. You decided, no, I'm going to yep. fucking try and be good at golf. Okay, okay that's cool. And I want to be number one in the world. But, now, but, the PGA Tour, the rankings, they're gone. But, but hang right? on. So the number one in the world is now going to be a live golfer. No, but hang on a minute. But hang on a minute. That's the goal. I don't disagree with that, mm. but you don't do pest control because you want to be the best pest control guy. You want to make money, right? Mm. At some stage, they all want to make money. Oh, of course, right? you've got to make a living. And yeah, yeah. Being everyone is com- anyone that plays golf, mm-hmm. and they can people can say that they're not competitive or they that whatever. Mm. Everyone wants to be the best they can be because it's a shit game when you're playing shit. Mm-hmm. But That's these guys, are. these guys at this level, what I'm saying no, is, I think there's still pressure. It doesn't have to be a dollar value pressure. I think that is an old. What these guys are saying now, that's an old idea. It doesn't have to be a dollar value pressure. There, are, there's that, other pressures such as I really want to win. But I think that's part of the. But isn't that part of the beauty, right? Isn't it part of the beauty and part of the added pressure mm. to be the best, right? is the monetary reward that you get from that. Which you So was, what yeah. people don't choke coming down 18 because they're scared to win, mm-hmm. right? They're scared of losing the money, sure. right? It's got nothing to do with Max Homer beating them or Danny Willett. Danny Willett doesn't three-putt that because of Max Homer. He three-putts that because of the weight of the prize money hanging over his head. That's okay. So that's clear. I totally disagree with that. Mm. I don't think Danny Willett standing over that putter doing maths. He's standing over that putter with the pressure of the crowd, with the pressure of Max Homer standing there watching him putt. He's He wants the title. He wants to win. But what he doesn't want to do is fucking lose in front of the world. Yeah, for sure. I don't think he thinks a fucking second about a dollar oh, over that putter. I, I don't know about that. And that's where we're different. No, I'm absolutely... There is no way... if. To get yourself into that position, to be that good at that sport, and to get yourself onto the green with a putt to win it, you can't be driven by money. Uh, okay. You have to be so okay. in the moment. So, so you okay, then let's step back. Maybe not at that moment he's not thinking that. But you don't think that in any time in those 72 holes that money's not a factor in his no. thought process? No, not at all. Okay. For me, not at all. Okay. He's out there to win a tournament. Yeah. He's out there to hold a trophy. It's fucking great that he gets millions of dollars to do that thing. Yeah. But what we were all talking about. I think for, that I, I I think that's a naive viewpoint. I just don't I just don't think if you're out there chasing the dollar, I think you come last. I do don't you, even do think know, you're on the do, leaderboard. Do you, know, do you know why Tiger is as great as he was? Because he didn't think about the money. Yeah. That's why he didn't fuck up. Because it didn't matter to him. Do you know why it didn't matter to him? He would have been paid half a billion dollars by Nike. Mm-hmm. Didn't matter to him. Mm-hmm. So really, he was playing exhibitions every week because mm. it didn't matter to him. Yes. That's why he never failed. Yes. Right? Because the money wasn't an object. But this is this is the other point which I was going to make, which you've made for me. Every single bloke on the PGA Tour has $5 million worth of endorsements minimum. 
minimum. Oh, I don't know about every. I don't know. I don't, I don't know about shit. every. Look, guy. There's only a hundred guys with a fucking ticket. They've all got endorsements in their home town. If I'm a if I'm a PGA Tour card carrying player, yeah. and I'm from Alabama, I can walk into any fucking Alabama thing. I just walk into Alabama, and people like represent my shit. Yeah, Re- right. Every single guy on the PGA Tour is wearing some ridiculous shirt with fourteen sponsors on it. Yeah, they all got millions of dollars. Yeah, none of them are playing for their supper. They're on the PGA Tour. Yeah, yes, it's a different number, but they're fucking rich. Oh, you get I think your tour card uh, no, no, every and player you've got money. But I think that you don't need the every price every, money. It's pl- a bonus. every player that plays golf is is wealthy because you have to be yes. to play golf, right? In, and, at that level. And the and the difficult thing there is you've got to keep your tour card, right? If you don't keep your tour card, you drop off the tour, then you lose your sponsors, then you do lose your money. Ha- and the same thing can happen at Live. If you if you drop outside the amount of people they need for a tournament, you drop out of Live, ha- you lose they? the ability okay. to make two hundred fifty grand so, by coming last. So. So how do they judge whether you keep your tour card or not? How's that judged? For the PGA? Yeah. Oh, at the end of the year. Yeah, but what's it judged on? Your performance. But what's it judged on? What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. What's your it judged ear- on? Your earnings. Thank you. Yes. It's always about the money. But that's relative depending on how you place in prof- tournaments. I agree with that. Yeah. But And who says Liv aren't going to do the same? They won't. It's too new. Well, they well, can't have 500 people in a tournament. No, no, but they're not going to. Yeah, but and that's they my don't point. need to. Well, that's my point. They yeah. can't have five hundred people in a tournament, yeah. so they're going to get to a stage where there's a certain amount of live players. Yeah, and at the end of the year, if you haven't fucking performed and there's eighteen college kids ready to go, you're going to get dropped, and it's going to be the same thing as having a tour card. You're not going to get two hundred fifty grand for coming last because you're now dropped. But that, but that's okay because you've been paid fifty million dollars to play there. Well, but that's what I'm saying. Not always. In time, over the over the space of time. Yeah. You're going to have these college kids come on. Yeah, they're going to make 250 grand for coming last or whatever yep. in a certain amount of tournaments, but they're going to lose that card because another college kid is coming up, right? That kid's going to want to play. Then he's got nothing to play for. So I think in the fullness of time... He's got nothing to play for. Your argument will become invalid. At the moment, okay. your argument is extremely valid. Yep. But it'll I think be, in the fullness be, of time... It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. The only way that golf... I think the only way that golf survives globally... Is if they both pull their fingers out of their ass and start talking to each other. They team up, and it's and to be honest, I agree with that. We I, agree. We agree on that. But I, to be honest, I can't see it happening. Team punch. I can't. <laughs> anyway, did you want to talk about team punch? Team punch. Yeah. Well, yeah. We talked about Cam Smith. Well, we did. Okay. So the the thing with the live golf before is, we digressed hugely before we had a big Barney first Barney on the podcast. Good though. It was a good one. Good Barney. Yeah. We agree to disagree. Fair enough. Yeah. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, in the live golf space, as everyone would know, uh, there's teams. There's little mini teams. It's there's an amazing a, concept. I love it. captains of teams. And um, they're the team, pun- so Punch GC, uh, which is named after the punch shot, is all Aussies. <laughs> it is. Read that. Yeah, no, there's nothing normal about a punch shot. No, there's nothing normal. That's there you right. go. So, um, Who's yep. on the team? Cameron Smith, Mark Leishman, Matt Jones, and Wade Ormsby. Well. We don't know who Wade is. Three out of four ain't bad. Yeah. He's a, no, he's all right, actually. I've seen him in an interview. He's pretty funny. Wasn't Wade the one that gave it away that Cam Smith and Mark Leishman were coming across? I, I think, think he might have. I think it was him. I think he might have. He's got a big mouth, Wade. Yeah. He is funny, though. He's a he's good, uh, good interview. Again, he would be. Amazing. He'd be hugely funny. He doesn't have a fucking worry in the world. Yeah, here we go. Right? Does not have a worry You've in the world. you made your point. Move on. All right. I can't. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah. Aussies go Team are, Punch. Aussies listening. Look, if you're going to go for anyone, go for Team Punch GC. 
Punch Golf Club, Cam Smith, Mark Leishman, Matt Jones. It's the all-Australian team on the live thing. Are there any other Aussies in in live? I think there's one or two when they're in other teams. Right, okay. Yeah, but that's... But these guys have banded together, have they? They've banded together. Can you pick your own team? Or do they you get put into a team? So every team, as I understand, it's got some sort of backer or some sort of group of backers. It's like a football team. Yeah. Right? Like any, any team in the world. Or a cell. <laughs> or a cell. Don't go there. <laughs> You're going to have to do too much in the edit. So they've approached Cam Smith and, and you know, he's gone to Mark Leishman and Matt Jones and they've got a little Aussie team. So, yeah, I um, like that. I don't mind yeah. that. And they're... they're they're representing, so it's a it's a it's a total of their scores put together, and um, there's there's a leaderboard for each tournament, but for each for the players, but there's also a leaderboard for the teams, right? And then there's a yearly leaderboard for the teams as well. Do the teams win extra money, or how does that work? I think there's something towards the end of the season. I don't know, but I think towards the end of the season, there's like a you know like a premiership type yeah, thing, right? So the four aces they're winning at the moment. They've got DJ as their captain, and they're just killing it. Cool. But players come in and out of form. So Punch GC, you know, when they first came on, were doing nothing. But because Cam Smith's going really well, Matt Jones had a really good round at Chicago as well. So they did pretty well. Um, yeah, they finished fourth in the um, in the uh, Chicago Open. So yeah, look at the cool. leash. Look at the leash. Doesn't give a shit. Six over. He's like, I don't care. Just take the money. I love, love the, it. I love the leash. I love the leash. Leash is good. Good man. Anyway, we're getting Punch GC shirts. Well, one of us is. You're getting one. One of us is. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, okay. Yeah, well, that's well done for golf. I well, enjoyed that. That went for two. You're going to have to edit that. Nah. Too, that, too much. Nah. That, that's... We've lost, we've lost half, to our, half our five listeners. That's the greatest segment we've ever done. Love it. Bit of controversy. Okay. So, uh, look, not much else going on in Australia. It's uh, There's a 2020 cricket game that we can't talk about and don't can't really want to talk about. about it. Mate, it's spring. Or it's nearly spring racing carnival. Spring racing? Yeah. Spring has sprung. Spring has... And I tell you what, quite warm. My, bee, my bees are going crazy. Really? Yeah. Do you own bees? I've got bees. Really? I've got chickens. I've got bees. you got bees in your house? Yeah, it's all happening. Really? Why not? What do your neighbours say? Fucking Superman, mate. I've got it all happening. What do your neighbours say? No, 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 no. So this is... um. Oh, look out. We're talking life now. Yeah. This isn't sport. Megan yeah. will be very happy. She will be. I've got um, Australian native bees. Okay. Stingless. Right. Stingless bees. Do they make honey? Yeah. Yeah, is the honey good? Fucking great! It's the best. It's um, it's um medicinal honey, so it's used in medicine. The right. Australian stingless honey, native Australian stingless bees, it's right. incredible for you. Yeah, Do full we, of antioxidants, really, really good for you. But the reason it's harder to get is because you can only harvest it like once a year, whereas a honeybee you can just get it whenever you want it. Yeah, just milk so, the fuck out. Yeah, of them. you get like half a jar once a year out of it. But I don't have them for that. I just have them in the garden. They're great. They pollinate the. Pollinate the garden. They're good for the environment. Uh, you can anyone. You can go down Eleanor here on the Gold Coast. There's a couple of bee farmers down there. You can buy a hive for two hundred fifty bucks. Take it home, put it in the garden. Bang! You got bees. Your garden just goes bang. Everything flowers. Everything's healthy. It's wicked. Really? Yeah. Because I, I thought Cheap. about I, I thought about bees for my my mum up on up on the farm. I thought mm. that'd be quite good for her to get into. Yeah. Well, that honeybee. If you had a farm, for sure, do honeybees because yeah. they're going to pollinate yeah. way more. Yeah. But the native bees, the kids love it. They're all, because um, it's spring at the moment, it's warm, and um, I've got mine in the right spot. You walk out my place at the moment, and it's a swarm of bees. Right. Because they're all um, rooting, basically. <laughs> right. I was actually thinking that was what you were going to say. They're literally, yeah. So that's what they do when, they're, they're, when the uh, population of the, the hive is going crazy, and they're reproducing. They're, they're just swarming. But because they're stingless, the kids think it's fucking hilarious to just walk through the swarm of bees. Yeah, wow. So they just walk through them and they walk out they're and they're all f- over them. They're going to fuck up one day. Yeah. Yeah, wrong, wrong yeah, bees. Wrong bees. Yeah. 
<laughs> and they'd be like, ah! No, nah, they're, they're really cool. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Yeah. What about life? Yeah. We did say in our we intro talk that we talk life. about life. There we go. Mate, I got the cylinder mower out of the out of the shed for the first time the other really? day. Oh, turns me on. Got the lines going in the lawn again. Spring's back, baby. Wow. I'm such a dad nerd. You're a nerd. <laughs> Lawns, bees, chickens, it's all happening. I live in town, by the way. I do not live on 18. Yeah, I was going to say, like, you, you are in like an 800 square metre block. Yeah, well, you know, I like the in feel. In Coombaba. I like the feel of the farm with the maintenance of town. Yeah, no, that's right. I think we'd all like that. Call me crazy. I think we all like that. Yeah. Look. Spring sprung. So, spring carnival is coming up. That will be coming up. We will, and be, look, get, we will be doing horse punting chat, Matt. Okay. Well, look, I, I'm looking forward to learning because I'm a, really just a bystander and. Uh, you know, watcher of horse racing. I don't bet very much. Excellent. Well, let me be but your I enabler. Ma- but I may dabble. I <laughs> me, may dabble. Megan is going to have some words. <laughs> she might. Not if, not if we win, she won't, we won't, she won't care. <laughs> All right. I well, probably waste less having a punt than you do on your table of shit that Megan doesn't know you've bought online. Shh, 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 shh. Sorry. That'll be in the edit. <laughs> Look, we'll go international. There's some something special happening at the moment. In oh America, yes, in there the MLB, is. very cool. Uh, our man, mm. Aaron Judge, mm. is having what could only be described as one of the best seasons in the history of Major League Baseball. Yep, and at the moment, well, quite literally, yeah. one of the best series. So he's he's chasing. Okay, so it's it's difficult to well, it's not really difficult to explain, but there's a mark that is what is called legitimate in the MLB, which mm-hmm. is 61 home runs by Roger Maris. Mm-hmm. In 1961, Yeah, he was also a Yankees player. Yep. Uh, and, of course, there's the big 73 that Barry Bonds hit in 2001. But he was on but, steroids. Well, it's not been proven. Oh, but, fuck off. But he was on steroids. And his, then, his of course... Was, his head was the size of a watermelon, but yep. he's had testicles like grapes. But, of course, <laughs> then the, the, the next six spots or five spots are held by Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa, yep. who had one of the greatest rivalries that actually saved the Major League Baseball. Mm, yeah. it was, And that's why steroids became rampant, because it was actually... They just wanted them to do it, so they just hit hit home runs to get people to come back to the game. Yes. So so do they not get credited with those seasons? Or? No. So that, unofficially, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and look, but officially, no. Okay. The, the, the level that really that people are looking for is 61. Okay. So 61 is Roger Maris. And then uh, number two on that list with 60 home runs in a season is good old Babe Ruth. And... Aaron Judge is next on 59, and he's wow. still, there's still 16 games to play this season. And wow. So no, no one, sorry, just to, be, just to be clear here, no one has scored more than 27 home runs since 1961, is what I'm seeing there. Yeah. And Aaron Judge is already on 59. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, no one scored more than 59 since 1961. Yes. So even if he just not scored, legitimately, not even, legitimately, yeah, even if he just scores sixty, and, and ties Babe Ruth, yeah, that's still the most in fifty years. Yes, yes. Wow. You would think he hit two home runs yesterday. He hit his fifty eighth and fifty ninth. Yes, in, in the, in the Easy one game too. Barely swung him. Yeah, he's a freak. He really is, and he's he more than likely won't be a Yankee at the end of the year. He will definitely go for big money. Well, they might open the. They no, might I don't open think the they will. He'll be thirty one by the time the season starts. The next season starts, and I think they'd be. He's, he wants a long contract with a lot of money, and I think. Pay that, him. 
uh, look, I'd love for them to pay him because he's I love him and I've watched him all the way from the minors he's through. Well, it's his first season that he's played a lot of games. He's been quite injury prone in the last few seasons. How tall? Six, six. He's six five. Six five. So, uh, yeah, six five, six six. He's, he's six five, and he's built like a brick fucking shithead. Yeah, there's no wonder he just he rips like, it. But this is the first. This is the first season in in many that he's played this many games. Right, and, he, and he's a, he's damaging. Okay. Uh, look, you'd think with sixteen games to go that he's going to get to sixty one. Oh and, yeah, and past sixty one, so yep. he will be. He will have the greatest season. season in the history of baseball. Yep. Clean baseball. Yeah. Without needles. Yeah. Yep. Uh, whether the Yankees can hold on to him at the end of the year, uh, yet to be seen, but I hope they, they do. They need to. Yeah, look, there's been a... F- look, they do they need, need to. They to. need to. But in saying that, you know, I don't know. Open the wallet. Agree. Agree. Look, Open there's the been wallet. a few teams that have clinched. They're already in the playoffs. Uh, the Astros have. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, LA did mm-hmm. last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Mets did, which is quite a miracle. Uh, so it's it's all happening. It's getting to the pointy end. Mm. Uh, the Yankees are still grinding. Mm. Now they got a six game lead with sixteen to go. They should finish first, but who knows? It's it's a it's a day to day proposition. Yeah. yeah. But look, I, I've really struggled in the second half to watch. They've been bad to watch. I, I watched a lot of. I usually would watch at least over 100 games a year, mm-hmm. parts thereof, and I've really struggled this second half. But have watched the highlights and watched judges, the home run chase, which has been pretty amazing to watch. It's good to watch. If, yeah, you're, if, you're, if you're bored out there, ladies and gentlemen, and you're on YouTube, just yep. Google Yankees highlights or Aaron Judge highlights. It's a good time. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Speaking of highlights, there's yeah. been a little bit of NFL chat. We won't carry on too much because we I'm are in Australia and no one really cares. I actually but we do. Care. I actually do have a guest for next week. Oh, do you? Uh, yeah, uh, American American guy. Ian. he's big, big in the NFL, big in the baseball. Right. Who's this? Um, he works. He works for a for a flooring company. Okay. Clever Choice Flooring. Yep. Uh, spoke to him today. He'd love to come on talk uh, a bit of international sport, i.e. NFL. Obviously, he goes for all of your teams. No, he doesn't. He's, oh, okay. uh, he's from Texas, so he ah. goes. He goes for the Astros in the baseball. He goes Yuck. for the Texans in the NFL. Yeah. We're going poorly. Right. Excellent. Um, get him. Get him. Yeah. On. So, uh, <laughs> but he's very. He'd be very keen. I think he'd be. Maybe we can. We'll get him on next week, have a chat to him, see what he does. Um, so we can, you know, kill two birds with one stone and do business. We might even do a little bit of life again Stop. next week. I'll, I'll keep hold you up, something back. Keep you updated on the hold bees. Some, hold something back. <laughs> I can't wait to hear. I can't wait to hear. Be watch twenty twenty two. Uh but yeah, NFL was uh was a great weekend. Holy shit. Yeah, great weekend. Right. They started the season strong, man. If you're going to watch two highlights, you want to watch the Jets, Browns, and the Dolphins, Ravens, in my opinion. Yes. Plenty of good shit going on in the NFL. However, uh, the Jets, with an absolute come-from-behind yeah. victory to win by a point, and the Jets just don't win ever. So, it was really cool. Well, the Jets the Jets scored two touchdowns in 90 seconds. 90 seconds. Unbelievable. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, with the onside kick. Yeah. They pretty cool. won the ball back off the kickoff and then scored again yeah, to win. pretty cool. But then the Dolphins Ravens. This was I've just played the highlights for Matt uh, before the um, before we started recording the potty, and uh, Ravens were Ravens were leading thirty eight fourteen halfway through the fourth quarter, and the Dolphins have just gone bang 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 two fifty plus yard touchdowns back to back, and then uh, and then a touchdown with one four seconds to go to uh, yeah to, to to win the game. So they end up winning 42-38, and they were losing. They only had 14 points with eight minutes to go, Crazy. and they turned 14 into 42. Yeah. Unbelievable. Ty- Tyreek Hill just 
on fire. Unbelievable. Justifying his move from the Chiefs to the Dolphins. The poor old bloody Ravens. What's his name, the, the quarterback? Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. He has got to be one of the most talented of anything yeah, I've ever seen. If he had a better team around him, they would just, they would dominate. Yeah, no. He's like, he's faster, than an, he's faster than a wide receiver. He runs and steps better than a running back. And he's got one of the best sidearm quarterback passes in the entire NFL. He's the most complete footballer I've ever seen. But he can't get any help. Yeah, they, they have struggled with defence. He gets over the bashed last up. Seasons, yeah. But he gets bashed up too. Like yeah. they, they don't give him any room. Yeah. Like if that was any other quarterback, they come last. His ability to get out of trouble when the pocket collapses is unbelievable. Yeah. No, he's good on his feet. He's unbelievable. He's good on his feet. I feel, feel sorry for the guy. Yeah. Again, check out check out YouTube. All the uh, NFL's good. NFL's good. Uh, really good. Yeah, and it's a great sport to watch on YouTube. To be honest, twelve mm. minute highlights. We talked about it last week. Yeah, just go and type in NFL highlights, and you'll get every single game. Mm-hmm. It's the best way to watch it. Absolutely, because we are not uh, smart enough to be able to sit and watch for a, a four hour game of oh, NFL. Fuck no. Or maybe we are too smart to watch a four hour game of AFL. AFL. Oh, well, don't watch any minutes of fucking AFL. AFL does go for four fucking NFL. hours. I will, I will tell you this, mate. AFL sucks. <laughs> Are you going to watch the final? No. You're not even going to watch no. it? No. Even though we've got a sport podcast? No. I don't care about it, mate. I, I've, I've, you know, I don't care about it. You don't care about it? No. I, I, and you know what? I'll, I, I, the last full game of footy I watched, I think I've watched the Swans lose the grand final the last time. Mm-hmm. And they won a grand final not long ago, didn't they? Mm-hmm. The Swans. Mm-hmm. And then I watched the last one they won. Mm-hmm. Nah, not doing it this time. Okay. Sorry. Uh, what about uh, the EPL? Arsenal are back. Yeah. Back to the top. Yeah. Top of the league. Top of the league. We I wa- are I watched, top of the league. I watched. Uh, I watched that highlights of Arsenal Brentford. Mm. They scored some good goals. Arsenal. They did, and they. And they guess who scored? It, they knocked it back into second gear. Jesus. Jesus. Sorry, Jesus. 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 That was you a good goal. Jesus. That was a good goal. Jesus. Where'd you park the Toronto? Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, that's no, not right. Stop it. Um, Halan, watch. Yeah, he scored again. <laughs> good goal, too. What about how big he is? Halan scored another goal, Grealish and Foden in that Man City game, but Halan's goal was just so good. He got the ball with no space. Made it, made it look so it was easy. so fast, man. Right? He like, got the ball, and the defender had him marked. Yeah, and, and there were two he, of them. And then he didn't. Yeah, but like, there were two of them. He just squeezed in between them, and he's almost like one touch and then off the right foot. One touch, bang. Yeah. Each stride is eight metres, yeah, no, to be fair. He's a big unit. And, it's, it's just like, and I think that's why, that's why he does get through, because defence thinks, I've got that guy, I've got that guy, I've got that guy. Fuck, where'd he go? Yeah, he's a big man. One of those, yeah, you yeah. know. And then he's through, and then he just he finishes. He's got the best finish, and um, yeah, he scored another one. So he's he's just leading every stat that there is. He looked much better in the white shorts, the red shorts during the week for the uh, excellent European. I'm glad, shit. I'm glad you're bringing that vibe to the potty. Terrible, <laughs> mate. terrible shorts. But anyway, shorts. who did man who did man City play for Harlem Watch? Uh, oh, actually, sorry. No, it's international break. So there's only one or two games this weekend. The Arsenal game's next week. Uh, Man City for Halan Watch. Who they got up next? Or their next game Ooh, is United. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's for 2nd of October. So United have got two, two uh, quick turnarounds. There we go. Yeah, that's going to hurt. Yeah, that could be anything. That could be anything. 
Manchester versus Manchester. The yeah. king, kings of Manchester, they yeah. shall they shall call it. There we go. Well, we've done. Uh, we've done everything we need to do. Bit of farm. D- bit of bit of a uh, bit of Greg farm. Greg's farm. Well, it, how's your it, life, Matt? My life's fine. Uh, it always is good. Well, that's because your teenage son's not in your house. No, he's away. He's in Brisbane playing footy. He's <laughs> having a lot of fun. How's your peace and quiet? Lovely. It's amazing. My daughter's gone to the grandparent. Stop it. So, so it's for the school holidays? Right. No, just for this week. So it's um, for a week. Yeah, a week. Get, get her back on Friday. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. I've so, never had that. Why not? Well, Penny's parents, my wife's parents live away. Where? Down in Barrel. Yeah. And um, what, you, what about your parents? My mum still works. So. Bugger. Yeah. So we've never had babysitters ever. Like we've had like a night off here and there once every four or five months. Yeah, Never well, had a week off. The, Don't even know what that's like. So my daughter's gone to the, to Nans, my mum's, and with her other two granddaughters, Stop two it. of her other granddaughters. So she's gonna have a good time up there for a for a week. And uh, you know, I I'm here in the panic room with you, Greg, mm. recording a podcast, and mm. my wife's at home. She's happy. We're both happy. We're both in the places we need right. to be. Right. Yeah. Well, you sure. got two kids out of the house. You'd be half a chance. I'm zero chance. You're still zero chance. chance. Jeez. That's tough. I might even, to be honest, I might even knock myself back. (laughs) It's never happened. No, it has never happened. It (laughs) never will. Mate, if you're ever a chance, it's this week. Big time. time. (laughs) time. It won't happen, though. (laughs) Although there is a public holiday on Thursday. Stop it. So, yes. Who knows? Stranger things have happened. Well, shout out. I'll tell you what, though. Shout out to me. I'll tell you what, though. If it does happen, you'll feel it in Coomba Oh, that will not make it into the final cut of this podcast. On that note, that actually, that will. That will make it in this final cut. Hang on. We've covered everything today. Mate, we've covered business. What a po- we've, we've had, had a, life. We've had a Barney. We've covered sport. Right. We've had our first official fight. We have. And we're still talking. And you might get some this week. I mean, what a time to be alive. It's amazing. And, and you'll all feel it. There'll be, there'll be, uh, could be some tremors on the Gold Coast. All right. On well, that note. We will leave it there. On that note, it's been an absolute pleasure shooting the shit with you again, Greg. And... You know, quite under the radar is episode seven. We've oh, got yeah. one more than we promised. Jesus Christ. Uh, no, I can't stop us. No, I reckon we're good for at least ten now. Yeah, at well, least. I'm going to move the goalposts. Yeah, look, I think that uh, in, the great worlds, in the great words of Starship, nothing's going to stop us now. It's, it's, to the moon and, it's to the moon and back. Mm. Moon and beyond. To infinity and beyond. Another movie reference. Listen to Born to Watch. I'm not going to listen to Born to Watch until you start plugging this podcast. I'll plug it. I'll plug it tomorrow night. You better. Officially unqualified. We'll Good. get a mention on. Excellent. Born to Watch. Excellent. <laughs> All Look, right. Again, from the panic room, it is bye for now from me. And what about you, Greg? Are you going to say bye? Ava. You're a dick. Thanks for listening to Officially Underqualified. If you've enjoyed the show and you'd like more, you'll find us on all good podcasting platforms. Don't forget to follow us and give the show a five-star review. It really helps us to grow the show.